and it's um, my pleasure to introduce you uh, to uh, Jim Remedio, who's the acting general manager of Black Star Radio, also a, uh, a board member and a board member of uh, Fame, which is the first Australian media enterprises. Uh, one of many hats you wear. Welcome. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Greg, and good morning to everybody. Look, the uh, the reason I've, uh, I've asked you in to have a yarn in the studio, you've recently been inducted into the uh, Victorian Indigenous Honour Roll. It's kind of like a um, Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, it is, and it, it honours uh, work that um, Aboriginal people have done over the years, past and present. Yeah. So it is a, it is an honour to you know, to be nominated uh, for that award and uh, or honour. And I'd like to, you know, I'd take the opportunity to thank um, the people who nominated me for that because yeah. uh, I'm not one of these ones for, uh, you know, for for awards. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really believe in them. But um, the people at 3KND took the time to uh, nominate me for it, so it's only right that I accepted uh, and accept it. Um, Jerry Lyons and Erica Higgins and the staff and board there uh, at 3KND took the time. To make the nomination, so it's it's only right that I uh, accept accept it on on, on all our behalfs, mate. Mm. Well, uh, congratulations! It, it is uh, quite an honour. Like I said, it's kind of like a hall of fame. It's got that yeah. kind of a, a ring to it, and it, and it celebrates a wide-ranging achievements of uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, uh, Victorians especially, past and present. And it builds over time that all people have the opportunity to learn about the contributions and achievements of both historical and contemporary Aboriginal Victorians in the areas of community leadership, human and social rights, activism, sport, music and more, where some individuals, maybe more widely known than others, all share an equal place of honour on this role. That's yeah. a very important part. Yes, it is. And uh, look... Um it's particularly honouring for me because uh, I was born in Cairns, as you know, mm. and uh, I, I didn't get involved in any uh, in Indigenous activism, only, only a little bit of stuff at school, and I was around the peripheries of that. And, but uh, uh, my, uh, my old man was actually pretty well involved when he worked on the waterfront in Cairns, mm -hmm. and uh, he, he used to be known in, in a gang down there they call the Como Gang, which included uh, the O'Shea, the old Tiger O'Shea. Uh, Shane down there as well, so they were real activists and, and McGuinness, Paul McGuinness in the early days, so they were really activists and I think I learned a little bit of that from home, from sitting under the house where they used to have meetings in the early days over in Manura, mate, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when I left, I, I left Cairns and done a five-year apprenticeship and couldn't get out of the place quick enough and, uh, uh, and you know, which was the thing to do in those days and I got down, down, end up down in, in Melbourne and, and in Bendigo and sort of got involved with... Uh, you know, with uh, Aboriginal uh, uh, community down down that way, and I, and I met them really early on uh, in down in Fitzroy. Uh, you know, some of the really really early days. I met uh, elders there like Gwenny Coglinotti and and people who go way way back in uh, you know who have every honour to be on this role rather than me. You know, and, and I sort of was was a bit taken aback when I got the the information about that because there's so many people in Victoria that have struggled and done a lot of things that are probably more worthy of, of, of that than I am. The Victoria Indigenous Honour Roll is the first of its kind in Australia and they're really proud to lead the nation in properly recognising the many achievements of Australia's Indigenous people. So it's a first in, uh, in many areas. 
It, well, yeah, Victoria is uh, certainly progressive and it's been progressive for quite a few years. And I think a lot of the changes in the country have actually come about through the uh, uh, activism that, that happens in Victoria, whether that's mainstream or, or Indigenous activism. So things tend to uh, get a bit of a kick on, if you like, in, in Victoria, more so than uh, than New South Wales, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Victorians have got, like I said, a progressive nature and um, a lo- appear to have more humanity if you put it in those terms, yeah. about, about uh, you know, Indigenous people, and, and not only that, newcomers as well, mate, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, you've lived um, quite an amazing life, as we said earlier. You're born uh, uh, here in Cairns, your family from uh, Murray Island and the Torres Strait. You started um, life as a uh, fitter and turner. Uh, you've been a farmer, a cultural officer, a union representative, a contractor and foreman amongst the uh, um, lifetime uh, and, uh, and amongst the lifetime of working in many mm-hmm. uh, different things. And, um, and I read somewhere as well that you've, um, you're also quite an accomplished uh, musician. Oh, I wouldn't say accomplished. Accomplished, no. <laughs> Mate, we just have a bit of a strum in that. But, uh, you know, yeah, I like to sort of sit down and, and sing a few songs at times. Right. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I've done 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 those things. You know, I started work at fourteen, done a five year apprenticeship. Yeah, uh, went out and uh, was contracting out at Mount Isa, and uh, I was probably one of the first uh, uh, Indigenous contractors, if not the first, I'd say, in Queensland in terms of working uh, on a construction site with with, with other with tradesmen and uh, you know boiler makers, fitters, and riggers and the like. And just as a side thing, you've done that earlier story there on uh, on uh, Murrindoo his father actually worked for me out in uh, Mount Isa on the number four concentrator. Wow. So, so going way back, way back, and I mean, he took us up to uh, up up to Burketown, and we actually went and got some bush tucker up there, some nice barrow, mate. We, we 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 put a net across the river, and he didn't care about it. So <laughs> I, mean, I can see where the strength from that family comes from, and it came from him. <laughs> and we were good mates, and uh, didn't worry him, mate. Yeah. So I've, I've done, you know, I've been here and done a few things. Yeah. But I mean, you do that in your, in your whole life, don't you? I mean, you don't sit still. Well, um, some people do, actually. That's, that's the problem. We need to get more people going forward. Look, uh, as you look back on uh, uh, your, you know, your working life and your yeah. co- contribution, um, can you look back um, uh, then and, and how things were and how they are now when it comes to Racism. Have you seen any improvement in this area of, of, of any of any consequence? Well, uh, it seems to have uh, always been there. I think you know yeah. it was definitely uh, here here in Cairns when I grew up. I mean, um, uh, it was really really bad uh, in some for some people, but. Uh, we were all going to school together here, and we were all, uh, and I'm talking average on Torres Strait Island, the uh, people were mixing quite well, and uh, they all uh, played football together, and all those sorts of things. Yeah. And uh, we, we didn't get the sledging, uh, or, or appear to be. I mean, well, you know, I'm, I'm talking only as a young person, mate, yeah, as a kid yeah. myself, yeah. not understanding the full world of, of, of what racism is, you know, yeah, yeah. and how deep-seated it is in our society. You only yeah, learn yeah. this stuff as you get a bit older, yeah. and you keep seeing these things happening daily on a daily basis and you keep seeing uh, Aboriginal people and, and other minority people being marginalised and marginalised further and further. Mm-hmm. But I think it's got really, really bad since, uh, since the rise of the right, call it that if you like, Yeah. Uh, in, in Australia, in, in the sort of politics that we've got now, the, the, the politics of envy and, and all that sort of stuff. 
and it just seems to be uh, raising its head again in a way that none of us like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it, 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 it is like that, and it is what it is, and until we get together in some way and change it, it won't change. And, I mean, you've only got to look at the Uluru Statement, for example, mm-hmm. and, and, and how the country wants to change. Every you know, like most people, you see the percentage rates are, are really high, above fifty percent, yeah, uh, even even higher, to say that we should have this uh, constitutional recognition, yeah. But we we're getting this whole resistance to it, like we're not going to give you that. It's meanness. It's the most mean sort of stuff that you'd ever ever see, you know. Mm, mm. And you see it creeping in with the drought, and now the the fight over water. Yeah. And, and 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 you know that that interview you had on uh, on before yeah. highlighted all of those sorts of things, and it's just this whole meanness about the country. And I'm sure that people aren't like that, you know. Like a lot mm. of people aren't like that. A lot of people are saying, "Well, what's going on? Yeah. You know, yeah. Why, why can't we be doing this stuff together?" Yeah, yeah. Well, um, if you had a a magic wand before you depart this world. What what's the one thing that you would change if you you, you had that ability with a magic wand? Well, I, I'd, I'd stick to what I know. I yeah. think, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be trying to change any of that. I'd, I'd let uh, I'd let things roll out to, to a better yeah. to a better life, like a republic and stuff like that. Yeah, and I yeah. think that sort of stuff will come in time. But it's um, and and you know I hate to say that, but. Um, um, that's the way of things, mate, you know, the way I see it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, if I stick to the things I know, like media, for yeah, example, yeah. I'd like to see the whole Indigenous media landscape change. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the, the, this all the stuff going on with this Marnbrook footy show at the moment, yeah, yeah, following yeah. that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's absolutely outrageous. I mean, you know, to, to be taking programs like that off air yeah. and substituting them with something else yeah, just yeah. On, the, on the whim of, some, of, 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 of somebody that, uh, that really doesn't know Indigenous culture at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like those, those organisations are not really culturally aware of anything yeah, yeah. and the importance of this sort of stuff. So I would change the whole media landscape in Australia, Indigenous media landscape, and I would change um, stuff like licensing and I would give uh, Aboriginal uh, organisations like this organisation and others the opportunity to get out and compete in the market for, because they do do good programs. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see all those sorts of changes come into the media. I don't think I'm going to see any of those because we've marginalised so much, mate. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Um, Jim Remedio now on the Victorian Indigenous Honour Roll. Yes, thanks, thanks, uh, Greg. And, and again, thanks to those people down at... Um, can, I, can I just say, yeah. I, I was one of the early ones in, in Victoria, in, in Bendigo, uh, and uh, my brother was there as well uh, in those early days. But there were a lot of really good people in Bendigo that I said earlier that should be actually on that role yeah. in preference to me, you know. And I'll just go through, like, the the uh, Bruce Forrest and his family, uh, Billy Forrest, uh, the aunties there, Caroline Briggs, uh, we were, you know, <laughs> well-known in Victoria. Uh, Auntie Betty Charles, well-known elder mm-hmm. from that place. Uh, your Barb McEwens and the Kerr family particularly, mm-hmm. great artist, Nola Kerr. Uh, Gail Madigan, another great artist, uh, Betty Tornier. And I, I, I forget a few of the others, you know, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they were very, very worthy. They drove the whole Jar Jar yeah. Rung yeah. thing to what it is today. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and those people need to be recognised for the work that they did all those years ago. Yeah. And as a person just sits in the background there and she's actually uh, one of the staff at 3KND, uh, Erica Higgins, whose family comes from Mount Franklin where there used to be an early mission out that mm-hmm. way. 
and uh, she was actually one of the first people to make uh, resume culture and, and make possum skin cloaks. And she ran early workshops in the Museum of Victoria. Ah. So those p- people need to be recognised as well, mate, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. rather than... I know there's a lot of people who come later and all yeah. that, and, and good, good on them as well, but the foundation... Uh, members and the foundation people need to be recognised. No worries. Well, a bit of work to do, but um, you've um, been um, yours has been ticked off. So uh, I can well, go away and die now, I guess, mate. You no, don't usually no. get on there until you die, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. For goodness' sakes, uh, you're on uh, Morning Focus, and uh, we've just been talking to Jim Remedia, who is the uh, the acting general manager of Black Star Radio.